Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout. Today it's all about Sky Sports Fantasy Football and there is £50,000 up for grabs for the winner. My name is Joe and joining me ahead of game 26 fixtures in Sky is Luke. Luke, how are you? I'm okay, Joe. I'm, I'm not too bad. Um just braving through the football at the moment like many of us, mm. I think. It's been a bit, <laughs> a, bit a bit of a yawn fest so far, yeah. Um also in uh, in fantasy, in terms of movement, I've uh, gone up a stunning one place in wow. the past sort of two weeks. Okay. You know, all that toing and throwing, and I've gone from forty first to fortieth. So, yeah, it's a slog well, at the moment. Well, I'm in my end of the table, so I'm top thousand still. Um, so, I've been hovering between like eight hundred and a thousand, and I'm currently around the eight hundred mark. So it's been a better week for me. Um, I, I thought I'd got over 100, but I think I'm just below 100 at the moment. I'm not sure whether any points were deducted last night. Um, oh, it's because there's a bug. The Man United, I, I don't think they've added the points yet. Ah. Basically, the Man United players didn't score any similar to Spurs the other day, so ah. they said they were going to fix it. So oh, that might be it. In that case, I've got over 100 points. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, it was very frustrating because the top captains didn't do well. So there was a chance to make ground, but our mm. alternatives didn't do well. As well. So, for example, last night I had Martinez, who I got in, but also Fernandez. So, you know, the talk of Ga- Gary um, Cahill has talked about the Manchester United defence for a long time now, um, mm. about about how it's, you know, uh, uh, sorry, about the Crystal Palace defence, about how it's been improving, the focus on defence and about the whole team. And um, so there was an opportunity, but obviously Martinez... <laughs> conceding against Sheffield United who are well-known scorers this season um what can we do um before we look at our teams um let's just have a look at some of the latest tier two and man of the match um stars I've picked out man of the matches um talking uh Diaz um as we know uh, you know broad spread of points Mares, Kante Traore the Wolves one the Wolves fixtures improve soon so that's of note at the moment um, El Ghazi still doing well in Grealish's absence, and Bale, Gareth Bale. Now this isn't an FPL one. You got you got Gareth Bale in a triple captain of an FPL, but we don't care about that in Sky. You're just a no, no. one in Sky. I'm, I'm a no one. Yeah, you're carry just on. a top fifty guy in the Sky. In 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 FPL, you you you're a star this week. The talk of Twitter, and we we did focus on your team in the Scoutcast as well. Um, passing tier two, uh, Walker and Diaz 
Um, so Diaz again, that board spread of points. Dunk, Aspilicueta. These are familiar names. KDB is there. So that could be a chance for us to give, be a bit different with our teams. Rodri, Mings, Maguire and Konza. Konza was someone I have been considering. Mm. Um, but it's interesting that you got passing tier two there. Tackles tier two, Kufau and Ailing are the ones I've sort of picked out. Um, Kufau as a as an alternative for those thinking of Antonio. Um, Ailing as an alternative for those you know who perhaps haven't got the money and are looking um, you know looking away from the likes of Bamford or Rafinha. But I, I'm not sure why they would look away from Rafinha at the moment. Um, saves tier two, Patricio times two. Once again, Wolves fixtures improve soon. Keep an eye on that. Patricio could be an option. I've, I got him after my first overhaul and he was absolutely rubbish for me. So I'm probably not going to go there, but I might be missing out. And De, uh, De Gea, um, who was absent last night for personal reasons. Uh, we're not sure what those are yet. Um, shots tier two, El Ghazi, uh, Jesus, uh, Joe Ellington um, and Curtis Jones. Um, so those looking for a Newcastle option, Joe Ellington could be your man. Or rather Joe Linton, as people mistakenly refer to him in the British commentary. Uh, but any of those names or any others um, spring out to you in terms of the, the tiers and the man of the matches? Um, well, uh, El Ghazi obviously picked up a couple there. And um, I think it's been a running theme that whenever whenever he's in the team, he's a decent option. Um so he, he presents an option moving forward if Grealish is going to continue to be out, I guess. We can talk about him um, a bit later. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Diaz is obviously fantastic. I don't need to go into that, though. He's just all-round god, basically. Um, the new Van Dyke. And uh, Aspilicueta is probably the annoying one. Who's just continued. I think a lot of people started with a Chelsea asset because of the way the fixtures fell, and he did well. And then um, many of us, I mean, I had Rudiger, but many of us took a Chelsea asset out to then play mm-hmm. the fixtures and since then Chelsea have just maintained and in particular yeah. Aspilicueta has picked up bonus and clean sheets much of the kin of, of how he used to in seasons past so um, Chelsea do go on a fantastic run again soon and have a couple of not necessarily individual days but days where there's only like four teams mm-hmm. playing mm-hmm. Um, so my plan I think is probably to go back to Aspilicueta at some point mm-hmm. um, just to try and get Something a bit different. I say it's different. Maybe loads of people will do this as well mm. in the top. They probably will because the fixtures are good. But yes, yeah, just to try and get another one of these these defenders who gets clean sheets and bonus because whenever they are on a run of, of you know hitting these ten points as Man City has shown us, they are absolute gold dust. Yeah. So um, it's it's trying to get them at the right times yeah. and an alternative captain thing. as well. So so for example, if it's a day where like we've just seen with Fernandez um, is the most popular and you can go against the crowd. And if it's a day where you think that Chelsea might be getting those tiers, might be getting um, like clean sheets, there could be a chance to steal a march. Um, it's a big risk, though, going against an asset like Fernandez. Um, but um, but yeah, certainly, certainly an example. Let's have a look at your team um, then. So, um, yeah, so it's a, a tiny bit different to what we saw last week. So you've got Martinez in goal, Stones, Vestigard, Cancelo, Diaz, Rafinha, Gundogan, Fernandez, Kane, Calvert-Lewin, and Salah. So, uh, what what changes have you been making this week, and, and uh, any changes planned for the coming week? Yeah, I mean, it's been a bit of a tragedy in terms of the transfers uh, and what they've actually returned. But as we discussed, nearly every player has done nothing anyway. Um, I had what what I did have is I had um, 
for Bamford and I decided to bring Barnes in for Bamford mm -hmm. with the plan that I was going to do Gundogan to um, Calvert-Lewin wow. so I could have uh, differentials, captains, they both mm. served the purpose moving forward. I had Rafinha as my Leeds coverage, so I didn't need Bamford. I wish, my biggest regret, and I've said it since, is that on overhaul that I, I wish I'd started with Rafinha rather than Bamford as my Leeds coverage, and then yeah. I wouldn't have had to restructure like this, which has yeah. cost me a few transfers. Anyway, um, yeah, so I got Barnes in. Obviously, that was absolutely tragic. The second mm. time I've owned him this season, he did okay for me the first time, but then started missing out in games. So I had to get rid this time. Um, I mean, no, through no fault of his own. And obviously I wish him well, um, uh, you know, horrific injury. So that was annoying from fantasy perspective. So straight away that kind of killed my plans, but because I did Bamford to him rather than Gundogan, I was then able to switch him straight back to Calvert-Lewin, which mm -hmm. again, he got me two points, but that was the plan. And now yeah. I've kept Gundogan, who ended up getting an assist in the last yes. minute when he came on. I didn't think Gundogan would play that game, so I, I kind of got that right and then obviously just got lucky that he came on and got yeah. the assist. Um, moving forward on Gundogan, I mean, now, because of because of the way my transfers have just worked and I've used so many, I'll be keeping him now. But to be honest, I do think there's possibly an opportunity there with Gundogan. I'm not sure if he's going to be as good as he was. Um, <clears throat> I don't think there's any rush to get rid of him, but I think that there's a there's maybe a potential. When we look at the template and we're thinking, where can we mm -hmm. where can we go different? He's one of the players. I think that maybe there might be another player around his value that we could look mm -hmm. at that you, you could outscore him. Um, and then I did what everyone else, well, not everyone, a lot of people have done that were on Edison, is mm -hmm. move Edison, who had been... Uh, basically with Edison, as you know, when you don't make any saves and you concede a goal, which Man City mm -hmm. had been doing awkwardly, he just gets two points and it's a lot of money to spend for a, for a keeper that's just getting two points. And the fixtures have worked out where Martinez mm -hmm. has got like a two or three run of really good games and then obviously it offers a captain choice versus mm -hmm. Newcastle yeah. when we don't have Grealish. And you did this as well, didn't yeah. you, I think? So yeah. that's the reason I did that. Obviously that didn't work out initially, but also Villa have got an extra game to be thrown in there, which I'm hoping gets thrown in randomly during this run, which makes it even even better. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, and it's also freed me up some cash, which now if you look at, uh, I think you've got my team on the screen mm -hmm. now, haven't you? I've, I've now got the exact money to do Vestergaard to Aspilicueta at some point ah. in the future. So I'm going to hold Vestergaard. There's an argument to do it tonight. I think it's tonight or, or soon where uh, Chelsea play Liverpool. Um, let me just check the fixtures because I'm all out of the sync of them at the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so tonight, isn't it? So yeah. we're recording Thursday morning. Chelsea play Liverpool. So I could bring Aspilicueta in now to get the extra game. And to be honest, I feel like the way Chelsea are playing, they could probably get a nil-nil in that game yeah. and he might get bonus. So it could work out. Um, I don't get to see the lineups in that one. But if we move one step forward, um, Southampton are away to Sheffield United on Saturday the 6th of March. Mm -hmm. Now, to me, that feels like of any all the games Vestergaard's had, that one looks like another good one. Yeah. So I feel like there's probably no need to make that move. Plus, I could obviously get injuries. Mm -hmm. Other things could change and I get more information by saving the transfer. Mm -hmm. So then I could um, I could uh, have Vestergaard for that game. And he even offers a captain on that day, to be honest, because there's not many people playing that are well-owned. Mm -hmm. um, and then we get to see the lineups on Monday, the 8th of March, when Chelsea are at home to Everton. Again, another game where I feel like Everton aren't particularly free-scoring. Chelsea look pretty sound. So that probably makes more sense for me to do it at that point. So that's when I might then go to Aspilicueta. Of course, in between two weeks, things can change, injuries, and it may all go out the window. But that's the, the rough plan for me at the moment. Yeah, well, I mean, you have a, I mean, I, I, I think I shared, I shared with you, but I also shared on Twitter my... Um... Um, my own version of a spreadsheet which is me scribbling down on a piece of paper what my basic moves are going to be over the next month or so and and I've sort of 
I'm sort of doing doing that at the moment. Um, so here's my team up. So I've got Martinez, Stones, Vestergaard, Cancelo, Diaz. Ward-Prowse is my differential, which hasn't come to fruition so far. But I'm hoping the volume of Southampton games and favourable games, apart from City, will come good there. Gundogan, Fernandez, and I've got Kane, Calvert-Lewin and Salah. So my plan was always, I had Sanchez in. So I got Sanchez in um, to free up money, but also as my Brighton cover for that day. I've come to the conclusion now, as a Brighton fan, that I'm not going to get anything from him. <laughs> and even if I did, I don't care now. Um, so I've moved on. <laughs> and Martinez, just the volume of games again, as you were saying. And there's, I don't, if I, if I knew Grealish was out for long term, I would get a Ghazi. And if I knew Grealish was back, I would get Grealish. But I don't know. So in Sky, you can't mess around. And Martinez, meanwhile, is easing out 10, 11 points if he's keeping a clean sheet. Um, yes, he only got me two points so far. Um, but yeah, I'm quite happy to get him in. Um, my, my other plan was to get um, Barnes in. Um, but I haven't done that. <laughs> so I'm not going to get Barnes in now. Um, mm. So he got injured before I was about to get him in. And then the, I've got Ward Prowse and Vestergaard, and I could keep. And I'm, I'm going to basically whichever one I dislike most is going to go to Rafina on the March the nineteenth. So my mm. next plan move is the nineteenth of March. So I'm going to be going through twenty six, twenty seven. So that's um, when Southampton face. Um, just looking down the list here, Southampton face Sheffield United. You're saying. Mm. I'm very happy to have Warprouse and Vestergaard for that. Um, and then we move on. They got Brighton on the 14th of March. Once again, I want to keep both for that. Especially Brighton, like Sheffield United, are really awful at conceding from set pieces. And who yeah, are the they set- also play? Um, they also play away to City. They got a double yeah. that week, so you and, missed that one in between as well. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I sort of missed that out because it's sort of I'm not <laughs> expecting much from that. But nevertheless, I might get a couple of points from them. Um, yeah, could still be four points or um, three, depending on how many they so, can see. Yeah. And then, 19th of March, um, we have the single match day of Fulham against Leeds. I don't have any Leeds. That's when I'm going to go and Rafina. And Rafina's probably going to stay for the duration because he's that good. Um, and so whichever of Vestergaard... I've got enough in the bank. And obviously with Vestergaard's price, Prowse would free up even more money. Whichever I just dislike most, <laughs> I'm going to get rid of. Them. Mm. So I've got a bit of flexibility there, a bit of choice. Um, ideally, I'd quite like to move Vestergaard on to Rafina, because then Ward-Prowse can become, um, I don't know, Antonio could become another, another just someone different. Mm. Um, where, you know, everyone's got similar teams. Um, so that's my plan now. And then everyone's going to get injured and that plan's going to go out the window. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's the plan at the moment. And I I've got 14 transfers left. I don't want them used anymore at the moment. No. Another option, I think, is Neto, just because Wolves have got a really good run. Um, Unfortunately, they don't play in the blank, though. So it kind of... They do offer a a hop-on point quite a lot of the time. I mean, they play last um, against Mm. uh, Liverpool, for example, on Monday the 15th. So you could jump off of any player onto them there, but you're not expecting too much. If I say that, Liverpool, the way they are, you never know. Maybe they could get something there. Um. But yeah, it's just because of that blank, I guess, that's kind of annoying. But um, they've they've got such a good run after that as well that I feel like Neto, you're saying like Antonio and Neto are probably the only two yeah. mid... And now that Barnes has gone, are probably the only two midfielders that, that um, stand out to me of having the potential to score 
you know, a lot of points, which is mm. kind of frustrating. But they're the only ones I can kind of see at the moment, really. I mean, you could argue Saka, but a lot of these guys are um, yeah. are not necessarily nailed on, are they? Especially in um, Saka's case. So. Calvert-Lewin is interesting to me at the moment. Yes, we might get an, an extra game with the Villa game. Might be sandwiched in before those blanks coming up. Um, we'll know that in a week or two, hopefully. Um, but Calvert-Lewin, Everton have... have have changed formation slightly and Richarlison is now the man up front and Calvert-Lewin has moved to the right and that's a situation I want to monitor that may have just been a one-off the last match we're going to see Everton play tonight and we might get some more information but if that's looking like the case then Richarlison could be the differential we're after for Everton if we want Everton and alternatively I might move Calvert-Lewin on to one of those nice midfielders Aneta. I didn't realise it was that. I thought it was a four-four-two, but maybe it's just he was. Yeah, did he well, cover it, the right flank a little bit it, more? Did yeah, he? it's it's um, yeah, it's one of those. Um, if you have a look back on Ancelotti's um, comments, he was talking about moving Calvert-Lewin to the to the right, and I don't. And it was unclear whether it's just for that match or whether he's just stumbled oh, right, upon yeah. something. But he's getting the best out of Richarlison now, and they're scoring. Mm. So you know, he, I mean, whether it's Richarlison or Calvert-Lewin. You know who is it going to be? Um, mm. In a way, it doesn't really matter to Everton as long as they win <laughs> and mm. score goals. So that's the situation I'm going to monitor. Calvert Lewin may not be long for my team um, long term, but you know we've got time. We've got time to look at that. Um, let's have a look at these fixtures. Um, we have got game week 26 coming up. So I've sort of we've sort of hopped forward a bit to game week sort of 30 time when we might hop on hop on Wolves or may not but game week 26 looking at those fixtures on the Saturday um, it's a bit uh, Burnley Arsenal Sheffield United Southampton Villa Wolves and Brighton Leicester um, yeah this is the this, you're, you're looking at Vestergaard this day yeah well um, <coughs> this is part of the reason why I also got Martinez is because he offers an alternative for yeah. me there as well Um Martin is at home to Wolves or Vestergaard away to Sheffield United. I think it's much of a muchness. I mean, if it was the old school Vestergaard um, yeah. pre his injury, where they were getting passing bonus yeah. regularly, then um, that would be Vestergaard all day. Um, but the Southampton are just so ravaged by injuries that I just feel like that. You know, it's unlikely that they'll they'll get a clean sheet. They've just been conceding goals for fun. Um, he's not getting the passing. More importantly, yeah. um, so I've pretty much been relying from him scoring from a set piece. Which, to be honest, every game he's looked like he's yeah. he could have scored. He is. Um, he's currently got the most big chances in the last four amongst oh, really? assets, more than Ings. There we go. Okay, so I mean, it'll be Sod's law. He, he scores <laughs> it now. The one time I don't yeah. have him as captain, but um, I just feel Martin is at home to Wolves. Just feels like a, a safer pick, to be yeah. honest. Not only do they get the extra two points for the clean sheet, which would level out if, mm. if Vestergaard was to get passing bonus. Um, you know, it's, it's Martinez. This guy's been killing See, it all season for saves, and Wolves like to shoot a lot at goal at the moment, See, I feel. For I, I like both of those options, and I've got them. But I'm going to captain Ward Prowse that day. Mm. Not, yes, to be different, but I do think if I'm going to get more points, it's going to be that. And relying on a goal from a defender, I'm not. You know it can happen, but mm. I, you know it's, it's it's it doesn't happen every week. Yeah, Martinez is, is safe, but I'm quite happy to own these two, and then go for something different. This is my attempt to try and claw up the rankings a bit, and I think yeah. we'll we'll it. And I I would possibly recommend anyone else. This is a day where you can be a little different. 
Arsenal assets. If you've got Saka, Saka captaincy against Burnley, you'll know whether he's going to play as well. Well, this is one of the ones that we're making do with the best assets we got. But yeah. really, I mean, ideally, considering how Burnley just folded to Spurs as well. Yeah. I mean, if Aubameyang's in the starting lineup and up front and you see it mm. and you get to see the lineup, then bringing him in and captaining him could be a masterstroke again. Mm. I mean, he did, it, he did it recently with a hat didn't he? Um, so, yeah, I mean, these are the kind of ideal things I would do if I had transfers to burn or if it was on a one-off yeah. game week team. But obviously, we're not in that situation and I don't want him moving forward. No. So, yeah, that's, this is where the people who have got a lot of transfers can yeah. can look at these opportunities and think, well, you know, that no one's going to have a Bamiyang in for yeah. captain that day. Um, I mean, long-term, Saka is a player that I'm interested in long-term. So, you know, it's one of these things. I mean, it might not work out in terms of volume of games or the, the nice games. And obviously, there's... A, there's but he, you know he does play in that sort of blank game week that we have coming up, and I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm, it's it's a tempter. I mean, I'm okay because I've got this sort of differential midfielder to go for. You know, well, I'll get two points. I could get twenty points. I don't know, but um, you know, that's the day to do it. Moving on to Sunday, West Brom against Newcastle, Liverpool against Fulham, City against Manchester United, Tottenham against Palace. This is more like it. Um, I would imagine Kane is probably going to be the most popular, but having seen Crystal Palace defence recently, I don't know whether he's the best option. What do we think? It's a real teaser, isn't it? Because you've got Salah at home to Fulham, you've got Man City and they're at home, and yeah, instantly Diaz is probably getting yeah. a 10-pointer in that again. And then um, and then you've got Spurs yeah, home to Palace with, with Kane, etc., who's, who's looking at it at the moment. Mm. Um, I think like you most will be on Kane just on the strength that Fulham are a little mm. bit better now Man United are obviously it's a derby at the end of the day it's a tougher game I, I mean everything is pointing towards nil-nil in these games at the moment but um, you never know Man United are kind of suited to this kind yeah. of game I feel so mm. um, maybe not and then uh, and then Palace I mean yeah they, they've been defending a little bit better recently getting some better results but you just feel like at any moment Palace mm. can capitulate mm. and mm. um I mean, if they're continuing to play Van Arnholt at left back, um, which is what they seem to be doing of late, and obviously we saw what Bale just just did recently, um, that that could work out. Yeah. Um, the fact is, we don't know whether Bale's going to going to start no. to play. So, for me, it will probably be Kane on the fact that I yeah. I pretty much know he's going to be playing, and um, and he's got the easiest opposition on paper, even yeah. if they've improved recently. Yeah, for me, it's between Kane and Diaz probably. Um, uh, I'm I'm 99.9% certain, which is pretty much his, his ownership in the top 1,000, um, certain that Diaz will play. And I'm I'm also almost certain that he's going to be picking up some tears there. I think he is the sort of safe one. And mm, I, I don't know. But, um, yeah, I, I, that's going to go down to the wire there. But I, I feel comfortable. I feel I have the best captaincy. Um, the thing with him is, well, it's there. been highlighted a lot in the media of late and obviously he's been scoring the old goal. I, I think he's really a, a candidate for man of the match in that game mm. as well. If they just cruise to a one or a two nil yeah. and he's just mopped everything up like he's been doing of late, then you could be looking at 10 points, clean sheet, passing bonus, man of the match. And they've been scoring all their goals from centre-backs of late. Yeah. I wouldn't put it past them to, to, you know, to be involved in the goals mm. as well. So, yeah, it could be a masterstroke. OK, uh, moving on to the Monday, we've got Chelsea, Everton, uh, West Ham, Leeds. Um, now, for me, it's Calvert-Lewin, but that's through circumstance. If there is some kind of injury to Ward-Prowse or Vestergaard or one of those, then I'm going to move them on to Rafina um, or indeed Antonio. Um, so, but I think I think I'd, I'd prefer not to make any transfers. Calvert-Lewin, for me, you, you, you were saying... Um, yeah, I suppose Rafinha's an option for you, Calvert-Lewin, and, but you're also yeah. talking about Aspilicueta. 
Yeah, at the moment, I mean, with my team as it is at the moment, it will probably be on Rafinha. Mm. I just feel like Chelsea are so solid that I'd, I'd go... I mean, West Ham are pretty solid too, mm. but Rafinha in every game looks like he's the best player yeah. on the pitch. So mm. I feel like um, that that's that would be my option. However, I might bring Aspilicueta in on that day. And if I do and he's in a starting lineup, I'd feel fairly confident that he would get passing or tackling bonus in that game. So yeah. therefore, I've got that to fall back on. Mm. And he's also got a chance for a clean sheet. So he will probably be my captain if I do do that. What you the name you just mentioned though, Antonio, is probably mm. oh him him and Lingard, I would say, are probably two of the better options for for differentials that could do really well. And I'd love to have them in my team yeah. because I think I think I'd captain them ahead of them if I did. Yeah, I mean I'm tempted. It's it's um that's a tempter for me. It it's is Warprouse could make way to Antonio very easily. And I think I'll be missing out on a on a volume of games and a nice Brighton game with Southampton. And it could cost me, but yeah, that captaincy day. I'm not sure about Calvert Lewin at the moment at all. Um, he himself could move to Antonio. I don't know. It's a search for trying to be a bit different, but also looking at the changes in form. And I need to see Everton a bit more. Um, this may well go out on Friday after Everton have played tonight. And then Calvert Lewin might have got a hat trick. So, you know, ignore everything <laughs> I said. But, you know, these things can happen. Um, let's have a look at the community questions. Uh, FF Dempsey. At this stage, um, which is he's writing this after the Palace game, um, so which was last night. Is it a viable strategy to go without Bruno Fernandes for a few games, or not worth the risk? So Bruno Fernandes hasn't scored in, hasn't done anything in the last four matches. Um, he's got City next, um, and then and then not many fixtures as well. He's, he's part of that sort of blank game week coming up. Mm. Yeah, I mean, is it is it worth? I mean, you're going to want him back, surely, or will you? I suppose for me, the it depends entirely where you are in the league. I, I just feel like, for me, there's there's no the, the answer is keep Fernandez. He's done this in the past, and yeah. I've felt guilt. I've been guilty of this as well. On overhaul, I didn't pick him, and it worked for maybe one or two games where Man United looked a little bit lacklustre, and mm. he didn't really get any points. In fact, he got two pointers, and then all of a sudden, he turned up and started scoring ridiculous points because of his prize side to restructure. Now, mm. you might not be in that similar situation. Yeah. Um, I feel, yeah, you have to pick out your opportunities to try and be clever in this game. I just don't feel like he's one of them. I know he's not been doing particularly well. I know it makes sense on fixtures. And yes, it could work. But it's probably two transfers, like you say, because you're probably going to want him back at some yeah. point. If, you, if you're just deciding you don't want him and you want to be different because you're not where you want to be in your leagues. Mm. I mean, maybe you've given up on winning the whole thing. Maybe you just want in a few cash leagues and you're about three or four places below. Uh, and everyone above you's got Bruno Fernandez. Yes, I can see the appeal of doing it. It makes sense on fixtures, etc. Why not go for it? Um, and you never know. It doesn't matter if you finish seventh or fifth, does mm. it? If you're if you're aiming for first, so yeah. I can in that sort of um, yeah, on that viewpoint, I can I can understand it. But for anyone who's who's just trying to play safe and trying to get as high a finish as they can, I. Yeah, to me, it's just too risky. I just leave yeah. them in. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. It's just it, That just screams two transfers. One, very unnecessary, just simply getting him back in. Um, Tom Hartnell asks, Harvey Barnes to Rafina. Um, should he just do it now and just be done with it? Um, it, does, it doesn't have any leads at the moment. So leads aren't sort of playing at the moment. And then we were talking about some of the fixtures coming up. Mm. And he's currently got Harvey Barnes, so he could move to someone else. Um, but yeah just ahead of that next Leeds game just go for it just get Rafinha in I think so I mean there are yeah there's other opportunities to be clever like like he's saying there's other people with other games and when they first play it is a way to West Ham which isn't you know a fantastic game um, but 
considering how how good a value he is and and probably what he enables you to do elsewhere which is the is the key i think i think you just get that done because we just discussed there's not too many midfielders i mean the only other one i would consider is the name is likes of antonio and he could get injured in the next game and then suddenly that was a complete waste so rafinha is is the standout pick i think um alex brown has uh wan basaka so well done wan basaka's been doing quite well recently clean sheets but also getting tears um but should he move off to a cheaper option i guess he's talking about the sort of the volume of games manchester united have got and also that their running's not great so fernandez one thing but wan bissaka maybe time to move um i mean he's been doing really well isn't it i wouldn't be in any particular rush i think mm. you know that man city game maybe they can get a nil nil out of that um yeah, if it's a price thing, I mean, I was going to say, for example, Aspilicueta at the same price or, or point one more offers more than Wambazaka for me. He's got slightly more chance of a clean sheet, and he's he's def. Even though Wambazaka can get tackles, Aspilicueta gets passes nearly all the time and occasionally tackles. So he, he's another option, I think, but he's more expensive. So if he's looking to save money, um, I mean, you've mentioned it before. I guess the Villa boys have got more games. Mm. It it doesn't feel great because Villa haven't been playing that well. Conta randomly got passes yeah. here, which doesn't usually happen. So maybe you could look at them. Mm doesn't particularly jump out to me though um so yeah it's um it's, tr- it's tricky to work out where to go the other the other people to consider i think are the the fulham defenders which sounds crazy to say mm. out loud but many of them are getting passing bonus yeah. um and virtually every sheets. game and, and, clean and, and clean sheets so i mean uh, i can't even say his name adabio yeah yeah that one um he's 5.2 million okay and we did we did talk about him actually um on overhaul as a differential uh, so let me just read out his last few games. So he got four points versus Leicester, mm. and they lost 2 0 against Leicester. Okay. So he got passes tier two. That's great. You take that all day. 5.2 million. You just need him to play. Yeah. He got nine points versus West Ham. Passes tier one, clean sheet, 0 mm. 0. He got seven points versus Everton, clean sheet versus Everton. Uh, that's fine. He then got a two pointer versus Burnley. Mm. Okay, not ideal, but for 5.2 million, happy days. And then nine points versus Sheffield United, clean sheet, passes tier one. And then against Palace, again, it was nil-nil, clean sheet and passes tier two. So he is returning at a level, I mean, you'd say close to the likes of Stones and Diaz yeah. over, the, over those those four or five. Will that continue? Probably not. But the passes is always there. He's 5.2 million. He's close to half the price of mm. Wan-Bissaka. Um, and he also plays in the blank game week. They've got some incredibly tough games coming up. They're playing Spurs, Liverpool and City, I think, in the next few. Yeah. But after that, their run's not horrific it's a little bit up and down and they play in the blank so and especially if, i mean you free, you free up that money i mean it's, it might be unclear at the moment until we see firmly what the the remaining fixtures are single match days etc um but um you know to have that extra money in the bank might be just might a great be, budget enable i mean yeah. kevin de bruyne has come back and started to look okay mm. but suddenly he starts becoming ridiculous how are you going to get him well there's one way yeah, yeah definitely yeah. i mean that's why i moved away from edison edison Partly that, I mean, but partly obviously, you know, if they if they concede, he's only going to get two points. But it was partly just because I was just like, oh, God, I can I can I can get so much more money from like Sanchez or Martinez. Um, so that's the the goalkeeper realm I'm in at the moment, and lots are. Um, FPL um, FPI, sorry, off spinner says who who are the must have players to bring in to cover single game weeks. Um, so I guess the first tricky one is game week 27, Newcastle Villa. Um, bring in a Villa player. Um, Martinez, I guess, at the moment. 
Yeah, I mean, he says must have. I don't think any of them must have. The, no. the only There's two single match days that we can see so far, I think. And I'll check that as I go through. But one's Man City home, Southampton. I don't think I need to talk about that. Nearly yeah. everyone's got City player. You get to get to see the lineup. A yeah. City player, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, then you say Friday the 12th of March, Newcastle home to Aston Villa. Now, the way Villa are playing at the moment and the, and the absentee of um, Grealish makes me think that you could quite easily avoid that. I don't think you need to, to rip okay. your team up to bring people in. But... Uh, we talked about it already. If Grealish is out, El Ghazi is a great player if you mm. if you wanted to go there for that game. Martinez just serves a great purpose. That's why I got him in, just to mm. captain him for that day. He could easily get... I mean, Newcastle have now got sent Maxim, Almiron, and I don't know what the status of Wilson is either, potentially, yeah. that all could miss that game. See, you'd like to think that's a clean sheet, even yeah. the way Villa have been playing. So, yeah, him. And then the only other single days, I guess, are the um, the ones in the blanks that we know about so far. We've got um, Wolves so... Liverpool in the is that right? Oh, okay, yeah, Monday yeah. the fifteenth, Wolves Liverpool. I... So Salah, obviously, but that could be a netto time. Yeah, or again, I think if you don't have them in your team, do you really want to bring Salah in at the moment for one game? Mm. I, I don't know whether you do. Um, no. So I think again, you could avoid on that one if you don't want to rip up your team. But yeah, you've 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 hit the nail on the head there. It's basically netto or Salah. I think for for moving forward from that point. Um, I wouldn't really consider anyone else, I don't think. Um, yeah, and then next to the blanks in, in, in game week 28, Fulham leads. So obviously Rafina, those Fulham defenders, um, Bamford, Dallas, Ailing, whichever whichever you've got, there, there, are, there are options that day. And then there's yeah. Brighton, Newcastle. Now I've got rid of my only Brighton asset mm. um, for Martinez and I've, I've just weighed up. I think I'm just overall uh, from now on until... It changes I'm going to get more points from Martin I'm just going to sack off that day I just do not care about Brighton Newcastle yeah I was always going to sack off this day yeah. and sacking off Brighton General has been been pretty good for me overall yeah. um, I, I think of all the games so far you would say that one's probably even even more than my nails given the, the state of Newcastle's injuries yeah. so yeah clean sheet could easily be there dunk dunk could be a 10 point there all yeah. day to 20 but is he needed is he absolutely required do you need to bring him in at that point no no, no. I don't think so all it takes is John Joe Shelby free kick, and then it's all gone for Brighton. I mean, that's it. I mean, Pat, I still can't I can't reiterate how how Brighton are conspiring to lose when they shouldn't. <laughs> and I say that as a fan, as a biased fan. But Palace scoring two goals from two shot from two touches in the penalty box. That's mm. ridiculous. In ninety minutes, yeah. they touched the ball twice in the penalty box and scored from both of them. Previous season, Zaha scored the only goal, only shot against Brighton. This is what they do. They, they're the XG champions, but the champions are nothing <laughs> for fantasy managers. Um, yeah, I think those single matches, I, I agree. Um, if you, I guess if you've still got Lewis Stout, but I don't know, I think you might. I mean, I'd, I've still got him, I'd hold him, because they've still got some decent games in between, and he is still getting the pass. Most. The thing is, when you, you've got to compare it to what else other people are doing at the yeah. moment, and everyone's doing nothing at the moment. Yeah. So the fact that, that Dunk is getting five points a game it is pretty good compared yeah. to a lot of people. Yeah. So, yeah, hold him to that game, for sure, I'd say now, and then and then possibly get rid afterwards. But um, for me, yeah, just answering it as a whole, I mean, the only ones that really stand out are maybe Martinez, mm. Rafinha, or Bamford for that yeah. Leeds-Fulham game. Mm -hmm. and then um, And then, obviously... It's not a single day, but uh, West Ham are playing Arsenal. I don't think many people have got anyone from them. And then it's Villa versus Spurs. So I think you're going to want Kane on that day because he's going to be heavily captain. So I'd say Kane, Rafinha, Martinez are probably the only three right now that look like mm. they're 
yeah, must-haves on yes, single days. Yes, indeed. Um, well, thank you so much for everyone for your questions. Uh, before we go, quick reminder, look in the Fantasy Football Scout members area. There's lots of useful stats there about passing, tackling, that kind of thing for Sky managers and FPL managers alike. Um, and do check out the website for details. Um, but in the meantime, Luke, thanks so much for joining me and good luck with your game week in Sky. Same to you, mate. See you on the next one.